0: hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, the agent of love, Reverend Kenya C. Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. Yes, I am your favorite grace girl, the daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, inspired, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Welcome back, everyone. It is always an honor and a pleasure to be with the Being Love in Action podcast family. I love each and every one of you and thank you for tuning in and listening. For all of those who come back week after week, I thank God for you. And for those who are new to the podcast, this is your first time. Listen, we thank God for you as well. I'm excited about today and what I want to share with you. You know, God is so amazing. And he's always doing something and changing and, you know, all of the things that he do as we change every day. And on today, if I could be honest with you, I want to share with you Um, A word that I think will really encourage you because it encouraged me today and today I want to come from a familiar passage of scripture and I'm not going to talk about it from the, the context that we normally hear about it, but I want to talk with you today on the topic of the beauty of water walking. I'll say that again. Today, we're going to talk about the beauty of water walking. What am I talking about? I'm going to be looking at the passage of scripture in Matthew 14 chapter, the 22nd through the 31st verse. Again, that is the gospel of Matthew, the 14th chapter, 22nd verses through the 31st verse okay you know i always like to i never like to assume that those who are listening are familiar with the the bible itself and so i'm always going to make it practical and make sure that those who may not know even read the bible before can access and know where we are and what we're talking about okay and also this is a new testament um gospel. So for those of you who are listening, we're talking about the New Testament gospel according to Matthew, the 14th chapter, 22nd through 31st verse. So today we're going to talk about the beauty of water walking. And this particular passage of scripture has been expressed many times um throughout the Bible. I mean throughout times and you know I've heard great men and women of God just break it down and All of that. But I want to look at it. Remember, we look at here on the the Being Love in Action podcast. We look at everything from a practical standpoint because we want to know how we can utilize the word of God on a daily basis to kind of deal with to deal with, not kind of deal with, to deal with those things that we deal with on a daily basis. This particular book was written by the apostle Matthew, okay? And Matthew is is presenting Jesus as the Jewish Messiah sent by God to fulfill the Old Testament prophecy. And so this is important because Matthew himself is a, of Jewish descent. And so there were some issues in reference to the belief of Jesus being the Messiah. And so here is this this Jewish guy who... Um, is now following Jesus Christ and he's a di- disciple who's walking among Christ, walking with him with all of the other disciples. And so he, here in this particular text, he's talking about he's writing about um, an incident with one of the other apostles and this is Apostle Paul. Peter that we're going to talk about briefly, the disciple Peter. Now, if you don't know, you get a chance to read about Peter, but I'm going to describe Peter in my own words. Peter was the gangster disciple. Yes, I know. You probably mean, what do you mean? Listen, when God saves us, he saves us and we still have our natural personalities, meaning who we are, our DNA. What happens is when we become saved or we become followers of Christ, the Holy Spirit begins to transitions our mindset and our thoughts and how we look at things and how we live. But who we are as, as people, we're still those persons for the most part, right? We're just um, the better parts of those old people now. And so Peter was the one, I like to call him the gangster because Peter was always kind of spontaneous and he would, he, you know, he was aggressive, man. He, but he also in his aggression, he was always very in tune to Christ and if you read about the life of Peter he is the one that Jesus said that on this church I'll build on you are my rock and on this church I'll build the rock which is he uses that as a symbolism but Peter was that person okay so if you get a chance you want to read about Peter Go back and absolutely begin to read about them for those who are not familiar. So, for time's sake, I'm just going to talk about the beauty of water walking and what that means here in this story. Jesus and the disciples had just fed over five thousand people, right? They had fed them with five loaves of. Of, of bread and some fish, okay? And they fed all these people with just a limited amount of food. But of course, when you're walking with, with Christ, you can expect miracles, signs, and wonders if you, really, if you really believe, amen? And so here, I'm, I'm gonna begin to read in verses 22 to, through 31. And remember, here in this story, Peter begins to walk on water, And so that's why I said the beauty of walking on water, because in in the natural, it is an impossible task unless you have, you know, smokes and mirrors and some other things to help you look like you're walking on water. I mean, it it is obtainable, but it's an illusion in, in the realities of life. But here, Jesus, with Jesus in and near him, he begins to walk on water, okay? And many times when people talk about this story, It's always about the sinking part of Peter, okay? He walks on his water, he begins to sink. And we all know that he takes his eyes off of Christ. And so when he takes his eyes off of Christ, he sinks, okay? So that's just an overview, but I'm gonna give you the word and then we're gonna break down this text for you. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, and this is now verse 27. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Verse 29 says, come, he said. Then Peter got down on the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. And here is verse 30 says, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. And then the last verse of this text says, verse 31, immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? So what I want you to first look at in this text, the very first thing that really caught my eye was in verse twenty-three, when Jesus, you know, told the disciples, "You go ahead, you rest," but he literally went away to pray. The first thing I want us to understand, in order for us to begin to really walk on the waters in the the waters of our lives, or the waves of our lives, we gotta always. Have a moment of prayer where we are away from everyone. Remember, as believers in Christ, Jesus is our model. So Jesus is modeling here. Remember, He had just did a miracle. Many times in life, we are in the hustle or bustle of life, whether it's work, whether it's family, whatever it is, and we gotta take time to get away. So the first thing I want us to always remember, we gotta always take a moment away to pray for from everyone. And the reason why this this time away is important because it helps us to do three things. It helps us to release. And when I say release, whatever those stresses are of the day, because, you know, whenever we go into prayer, usually we go into prayer with some stuff on our hearts. Right. And so it helps us to release. The other thing it helps us to do is to refocus. It helps us to spiritually align. Do You know, when you go into prayer, you're usually coming in anxious, you know, whatever those things are for the day, you know, sometimes you go into prayer and you're already in a worship mode, right? But then for the most part, if we're honest, we go into prayer and we're we are all over the place because our minds are all over the place, whatever we experience. And then once we begin to get into prayer and we really begin to focus on our conversation in prayer with God, something begins to happen. And that's that spiritual aligning. And so we begin to release and then now spiritually we're connecting to God through prayer. And then as we do that, the third thing that the reason why it's important to do this is because it helps us to renew our relationship with the father daily. So we got to in the in the in the waves of our lives. The first thing we got to always do is to remember to take time out to pray. So now let's get into it again. In verse 23, it says, Jesus went up to the mountain and he went out and he prayed. In verse 24, it says, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. And then it says in 25, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out. So here's the question. We're talking about the beauty of walking, water walking. In, what is it in your life you have walked on and others around you told you how difficult your walk was going to be? We're talking about walking on the waves of the waters of our lives. What if someone told you and they told you it would be difficult to do and how difficult it was going to do? And I'll ask you the question, did it discourage you? Did it discourage you? Look at verse 27 and 28. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I don't be afraid. See, what I love about verse 27 is that, you know. He's telling them, Jesus is telling them up front, don't be afraid. Remember, I asked you, you know, when you begin to walk on the waters of your life and and then those situations of life, um, you know, that seem like, okay, this difficult task and then someone around you say, you're not going to be able to accomplish that. What do you think you're doing? And then you said, "Okay." And then there's this little small voice in your ear, right? That's saying, whispering, whispering in your ear or in your head, you will make it. Am I just talking to myself? I know that I'm not, you know, that small voice in your head. And if you are believing in Jesus Christ, that is Christ. That is God spirit speaking to you, telling you you're going to make it right. And then look how beautiful this is. And that's why I said it's the beauty of water walking, because all through here in the midst of, you know, those who were still on the boat, um, being afraid on land here was Peter and Jesus telling all of them not just Peter don't be afraid and then Peter says Lord in verse 28 Lord if it is you Peter replied tell me to come to you okay what's going on here Jesus is telling he says to Jesus now I want you to understand he heard what Jesus said just like everyone else did but he took an active role we got to be active in our relationship with God we have to take the word of God that he gives us and then apply it so literally Peter in that moment was applying what Jesus said to him isn't that amazing man I'm getting hyped right now y'all don't understand this is blessing me he literally took the word from the word and begin to act on it So Jesus says to him, come. And then what does Peter did? Peter says, "Okay, Jesus, I'm going for it. Bam. He started. He started right then and there. He went for it he was defying the odds. Where and what in your life that God is saying to do and everyone around you is telling you you can't accomplish it. But watch this from the beginning God is saying, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Right here is such a beautiful passage for me because it literally brings the word of God to life. Jesus is the word. This is the physical part of Jesus, but Because Jesus is no longer alive in the physical, we have the spiritual part of Jesus. But watch this. The word never, never stopped. And so what is it in your life? That you're saying that God is saying go for it and and you are defying the odds. What was it when they told you you could not start your business? What was it when they told you you couldn't buy that car or you couldn't buy that home or you could not go to college because you didn't have enough money? You had no savings. You had no banks, loans. You had no credit. You had even no support from those who love you. What was it? But you, like Peter, said, I'm going to go for it. Isn't that amazing? That the beauty of water walking, and we're talking about water walking because that is an impossible feat to do. And the natural, the beauty of it is you can walk on the waves of your lives if you look at the word of God and apply it. Peter looked at the word, which was Jesus Christ in the natural form. And when he said, come, he went. You are literally just grinding and not looking back. Peter wasn't even worrying about the other ones who said, man, I'm afraid I can't do that. Is that a ghost? And how many times have they walked with Christ themselves and they saw the miracles he performed and they still doubted him? But Peter was a risk taker. Are you a risk taker? Maybe it's in you but you've been afraid. Listen, it's time to be a risk taker through Christ Jesus and watch this. Peter stepping out, he never looked back. He never looked on the side. All he did was kept his eyes focused on Christ. And look at this. He didn't think about the fact that he was walking on water. Yes! When you're grinding when you're out there grounding, and I'm talking to anyone who's ever done something that someone told you you couldn't do. Again, I don't know what it is in your life, but right now I want you to begin to give God glory and praise because what you have accomplished, it may not be somebody else's accomplishments, but they are yours, baby, and you gotta take hold of it and grab it and thank God because we are individuals. We are not supposed to be like everybody else, right? We're not, we all have different, different cultural backgrounds backgrounds. We have all different things that have caused certain things in our lives. But as believers in Christ, we can do the water walking in our lives if we rely on the word of God and continue to look forward. Listen, Peter didn't look back. How many of you didn't look back when you got that deny your letter? Come on. Come on. Have you ever gotten that denial letter that comes or maybe that eviction notice? Right. Maybe that termination of a job or that divorce decree or you got labs results that were unfavorable or a phone call that that told you that you lost a loved one. Right. Or maybe that boyfriend or girlfriend that cheated on you. Or you lost money in an investment. Or a friend betrayed you. Something you've been working hard on so long falls through. See, those are those those waves or those moments in our lives. These are those water waves of life. Look at verse 30. Verse 30 says, But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, And then he cried out, Lord, save me. We're talking about Peter. He was the risk taker, he was the one that was walking on the water. When Jesus told him to come, he went. These are those water waves of life that come to literally knock you down or drown you. Yes, those phone calls of losing loved one, the boyfriend that cheated on you, the divorce decree, that money you lost in that investment, a friend that betrays you are, you've been working on your, your craft for so long and it seems like you're getting passed up or you didn't get the deal. Those are those water waves. But in verse 30, Peter cried out to Jesus and Jesus immediately reached out his hand and called him. What I want you to get from this. And this is what really blew my mind. And this is the beauty. Yes, Jesus took his eyes off of Christ for that moment. That's not the issue for me here. You know why? Because Peter cried out. And Jesus immediately Rescued him, beloved of God. I'm just excited right now. He immediately, who here's the question I ask you: who are you crying out to to rescue you? The reason why some of us sometimes don't get the answer that we need is because we're crying out to people. We're crying out to places. We're crying out to things and they have no life. They can't speak life in you. Yes, it may be an institution with lots of money, but don't you understand that God is the creator of the fullness, the earth and the fullness thereof. He created the banks. He created the Bill Gates. He is the source. They are only resources. Do you hear me today? Beloved of God, Peter cried out to Jesus and Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him. Who are you crying out to rescue you? And in this instance, Jesus was physically there for Peter. He's not physically here for us, for for us, he's spiritually there. And he uses others to assist us. I want you to catch that. So the first thing we got to remember when we are walking on the waters of our lives is the first thing we got to keep that that relational relationship with God through prayer. We got to make sure we're taking time to pray and, and 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 get away from everyone because in prayer it helps us to release those stresses of life. It helps us to refocus. It helps us to, and then when we say refocus to spiritually align and then it helps us to renew our relationship with God daily. So we got to go to God. And then second, when Peter cried out, he cried out to Jesus, right? But he was crying out for help. See, Jesus was physically there for him, but Jesus may not be, he's not physically here for us. He's spiritually here for us. And so he uses other people. So utilize those resources and those people to help you along the way when you need help. You know, I always say this, you know, whether it's financial, whether it's mental health, whatever it is, whether it's going to the doctor, medical, whatever it is. Don't be afraid to cry out and say, I need help in this area of my life. And the third thing I want you to understand, the beauty of water walking in our lives is it's okay to ask for help, but it's okay to be afraid. Do you know that if you notice, if you think about this text? Do you understand that that Peter was walking even afraid? And his fear didn't overpower him because he was focusing on Christ. I want you to remember, beloved of God, as we get ready to close is that God promises us never to leave us nor forsake us. I love in Deuteronomy 31 and 8, when Moses is talking to Joshua in front of the people and he's telling them, listen, God will never leave you. Don't be afraid. God will never leave you. And then in Hebrews 13 and 5, again, God is saying, you know, in the context, he's saying, listen, you know, don't make sure money and those things of the world are not those important things because we all need money. And sometimes when we need money, people do things, strange things to get some change. Come on now, let's be real. But God said, I'll never leave you. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. So I want you to remember that on today, you can walk on the waters of your life. And you can do it fear in fear. Let's be real. We can do it afraid, but we can do it. And remember that God is always there. Christ is always there for you and I. Amen. Listen, I pray that on today that you were blessed by the word of God. And listen, I always invite you to Christ. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible tells us in John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. It's just as simple as Romans 10 and 9 says, If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Listen, it is always an honor and a pleasure to have these moments with you. Listen, you how you can contact us will be in the description. But listen, if you need prayer, if you would like us to pray for you, we will pray for you. We have intercessors that is part of the Being Love in Action podcast ministries, and they would love to pray for you. Make sure you email us those the prayer requests. Or if you want to just share with us a testimony or maybe how this podcast has blessed you, we want to hear from you. Listen, we love you so much and we're so grateful grateful for all that God is doing for us. Make sure that you're tuning in next week and we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Amen. If you'd like to contact us again, don't forget to reach out to our email and it will be on our description box with all of the ways you can follow us on social media. And remember until next time, and now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. First Corinthians 13 and 13. It is I, the agent of love, Reverend King C. Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. And remember to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Blessings you all. Love you until next week. Have a great day. Bye-bye.